0: How's it going, Clipper Nation? It's me, William, the Opinion Update. And I am positive, Chuck Buckler. We're coming at you on a Friday. Favorite day of the week, baby. Oh, yeah. We're uh, just fresh out of the win right now. Felt good. Yeah, Got a nice... We had an encouraging loss. (laughs) Following it up with an encouraging win. Yes. So we're going to be breaking down that 107-101 to home victory against the Blazers. Kawhi was back. Braves (laughs) uniforms were looking strong. They looked really good. lot to unpack there. We're going to talk about what went well, what went wrong. Just how we're feeling. Dude, I love how. I know it's only been one day of it. How we're feeling is my
1: favorite segment we do. (laughs) Uh,
0: And then if you're new to the show, or if you're not and you need a refresher, every single Friday we do a Pac-Div Power Ranking. There's enough games for us to finally start to rank some stuff around. Pac-Div is popping right now. (laughs) Best division in basketball. Oh, unquestionably, <laughs> unquestionably, and then we also do a love, marry, kill, where uh, you know we we sometimes get a little out there. We 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 take a pertinent topic, sometime a non pertinent topic, and we come up with some subtopics and what we would love, marry, and kill. So it's, a, it's definitely a good time. So you're definitely gonna want to stay tuned for all of that and possibly even more. So the Clippers, man, eked out a win against the Blazers. Classic Clippers fashion. Throwback unis, throwback performance.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, They got the win 107-101. Let's just get into what went well. Yeah. And the biggest thing that went well, uh, fourth quarter Kawhi. Yeah. Something we're still kind of getting used to seeing in a good way. Because we're not used to seeing all of last year. It was, wow, we need a number one guy to take over. Mm Mm-hmm. And Kawhi finished with 27 and 13 after playing bad. I, I don't know that you could characterize it as bad. He entered the fourth with nine points and then went six of 10 in the fourth. It's amazing. And I, I'm saying bad in the Kawhi bad. Yeah. Like, I don't know. He completely dominated the game. There's not enough adjectives to describe what he did. He shot 40%. He
0: went over 5 from 3. Um, but that doesn't matter. No, we'll talk about that later, but just the fourth quarter as a whole, uh, held Dame scoreless.
1: Unbelievable. He was the I think he was the was leading scorer in the fourth quarter this season.
0: I mean, that's pretty classic Dame. Yep. So it's great to see, especially after that third quarter in which CJ just had our number. Uh, third quarter was
1: really rough. We'll get into that with what went wrong. Bev made two huge stops in ISO on Dame in the fourth, Mm -hmm. and he grabbed, it ended up being a turnover because he went out of bounds, but he grabbed a defensive rebound. It was one of the, you know, another one of those videos where there's three, six, eight, one, seven footer, and then Patrick Beverly yeah, just getting the ball somehow. Absolutely. But yeah, the defense was insane in the fourth quarter. Um,
0: Resilience. That's a good word for it. Yeah, there was something. I, I talked to uh, at the very opening of the episode about this being an encouraging win. And to me, it's an encouraging win because there were points where a lot went wrong and play was really, really sloppy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we were still able to close it out. And maybe that's something you don't want to get too comfortable with, uh, you know, like long term. Of course. But right
1: now. But I'll take it, baby. Dubs a dub. As Doc said, we're just che- we're just ticking off wins right now. Yep. That's all they're worried about doing.
0: 900. Another thing that went well. Congrats Congrats way to, to go. Doc, 900. Con- congratulations, Coach Doc Rivers. For the fourth quarter shooting splits, as a team, the Clippers
1: shot 66%. Kawhi did make 10 of our 14 shots, so what are you going to do? Portland Trailblazers, 9 of 26. Yeah. Absolutely uh, clamped down in the fourth. Trez and Zoo is now my favorite problem
0: yeah so uh, I mean a lot of a lot of you out there are are kind of it seems like a little torn on why and Zoo so is doc isn't getting more time and it, and it's interesting to hear that that's yeah that's the opinion of of, <laughs> of even doc and we've heard kind of varying things on this uh it seems like the prevailing the, the prevailing sentiment at least as given from doc most recently tonight is that Zubas is our starter Trez is the finisher Trez just happens to be the finisher, um, though it seemed like even in his mind tonight, he had some thoughts about maybe going another way. That was really funny. Doc said, I think it was like he wanted
1: to put Zoo in with seven minutes left, mm-hmm. and his assistants were basically like, no, man. <laughs> like, Trez is playing great. We have the rest. He also said, and this is encouraging for the zoo heads out there, uh, the zoo animals, if you will, Um, he doesn't want Trez to play this many minutes, like usually, mm-hmm. which makes total sense. The guy's playing a bunch of minutes, but in the fourth, he went five of six. I think he's fine. I don't know. I mean, I do too. He definitely wants to play it, but so he had he finished with 15 and six, but his energy and closing out and everything, it was a big 15 and six. Yeah, zoo. I said I wanted zoo to have a. Career game or a double double or statement game, whatever. Mm-hmm. He finished with fifteen and thirteen in a career high nine offensive boards. He was Incredible. absolutely crushing. We took Zoo out in the third, and that's when things got kind of rough because he was playing great defense. He really was. He yeah. was. He was aggressive from the start.
0: And uh, Whiteside went off for like thirteen points and eleven boards, something like that. He had a. He, in I the mean, third. That yeah. was his. That was his best stretch of the entire game when Zoo wasn't on the floor.
1: And I had this take. Before we start this pod, what do you got? Trez is a top ten big right now. Top ten, top five? I don't know about top five. That's a that's a tough nut to crack. Top five
0: Western Conference.
1: I would put. I mean, Cat. he winning mm-hmm. as many games as a team with Trez? <laughs> okay, but he Trez is. I said it on the last pod. He's playing like a max guy right now. With the free agency class and everything next season, he's playing like a max guy. The
0: near max,
1: yeah. For this team... Oh, let me rephrase it like this. For the Clippers, he's a max guy right now. Yeah. It's and Zoo's contract looks like a bargain. Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> Weird that the Clippers would have a bargain. Did anything else
0: go particularly well? Um, No, I mean, like, it's... it's. I mean, Lou hit a huge three in the fourth. Yeah, I mean, I you know, it was... Kawhi doing Kawhi stuff, Lou doing Lou stuff. Really, this game, yeah, it was all about the closers. Lou had 26 with
1: eight dimes. Played some, you know, Lou defense, but what do we expect? But our guy had three blocks. Yeah. He's a nightly leader in blocks, (laughs) so. And that's, you know what, that means something. (laughs) Hey. There's only 82. Of them. If there's one, there's thi- only 82. Night. If there's one thing that Lou is checking after, it's if he is the nightly leader in blocks, which I'm sure happened. Um, no, this was. We're gonna get into what went wrong because a bunch of stuff did go wrong. Oh,
0: one final note. It yeah. wasn't quite the revenge game that I had hoped for, but Mo Harkless did have some good sequences. He was remarkably efficient. Yeah. Um wasn't as great on defense as I would have liked to see. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I thought that – I don't know what I thought really. It's not like because he played for this team that he would – I didn't expect him to be like drawing out. up sets or something on the sideline with Doc. Yeah. But, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, and it's definitely not him. It, you know, like the the Trailblazers are a good team, and I think that they defensively uh, – And I mean, and just – Game wide plan for our plan for our team very well. So I think that that might be, you know, like it's it's a double edged sword and that, yes, he knows a lot about that team. But it's like they know as much about him. Yeah, it didn't. He was.
1: Yeah, I agree with what you're saying. Um, so but, let's get into what didn't go well. Yeah, we'll do this real quick. Three point shooting. We only took 23 and we made four. We yeah. made less three pointers than fingers. I have on one hand. And this is or as many, depending if you count the thumb as a finger.
0: This is even lower than our typical
1: like thirty. <laughs> no, this is game. like it's it's 2019, and we won a game in the NBA with four made three pointers. Will any team the rest of the year make this few three pointers and win a game? I don't. Did we know. do legitimately maybe an unprecedented. And I'm not saying this in a good way. I'm bummed we only made four threes and then we only took 23, but we still won.
0: Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is that's even... So the Spurs are currently ranked 30th, and they're still taking 26 a game.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is this is apparently the new normal for Clippers basketball. Doc does not care how the points get there as long as we win.
0: Yeah, I asked Doc... The Blazers I mean, took
1: 39 threes.
0: My question, and obviously the Blazers are a different team, different personnel. Uh, but still... Their offense works in a different way, but just there are so many floor spacers... And I just feel like so much of the game, I mean, it hasn't mattered this far, but I feel like to make a deep run, a lot of this is going to be predicated on space. Yeah, and I think also part
1: of it, maybe shots aren't falling, and he's just like, let's just get...
0: So that's my thing. That's why this is what went wrong for me, is that 23 attempts, are guys even getting enough shots up in game scenarios to be
1: comfortable? I think so cuz they're running sets for it. So I think that muscle is there. I mean Kawhi went 05 which is rough. Patterson went 04. It just wasn't falling early. So I think guys were maybe like Doc was like, "Look, if we can get into rhythm in the mid-range or something, let's just take that." Yeah, that's fair. I wonder if it's going to change when Paul George is back. He took 10 threes a game last year. Yeah. So that's a, you know, that's going to get obviously it might not
0: be 10 again this year, but that should get dispersed. And Landry Doc also brought up an interesting thing about Landry Schammett just because you've been talking about a slump which we thought he had maybe kind of shot 50% from the three to nine <laughs> two <Yeah>. or four <laughs> two <laughs> or four <laughs> uh, they were being incredibly physical they were kind of uh, hunting him out mm-hmm. which is great it's like also a great problem to have when you know you have the personnel that we have um, to be able to, to have that like gain that sort of respect from a defense. Yeah, I think is is really important. And even I guess that's what irritates me about the low attempts is that even if the shots aren't falling, like we got to be keeping defenses honest by like getting the attempts let them know there. that it's there. <laughs> yeah, the,
1: the threat should be there. Um, is Magruder
0: okay? He seems to be a little
1: rusty, a little hurt or something.
0: I'm. He hasn't scored this season. Curious about how the ankle is recovering. I'm also little concerned if the defense is not able to pick up at all I think that'll come and you know maybe it's 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 obviously going to be something less to worry about with Paul George but I mean still there's going to be minutes with a backcourt of Lou Will and neither of Kawhi or Paul George at some point in stretches mm, I don't know about that I guess that's true it doesn't <laughs> have to be
1: um, Pat Patterson got kicked in the face by CJ McCollum which was very funny on a fadeaway, which doesn't make any sense uh, third quarter defense was rough I already kind of talked about it, but Yeah, Damon, yeah. CJ both ended with 22. Hassan had 17 and 19 on 38% shooting, which blows my mind. Trash. That's garbage. Uh 17 turnovers. Real quick,
0: how are we feeling after this game? I'm feeling I'm feeling good, not great. Like it's a skeptical it, it's an encouraging win, but it's a uh, you know, like it's a little bit skeptical. Like there's a couple things in this game that uh, you know, like this is an easy game to have to have dropped this one, and I think in a Western Conference dropping two straight like this, especially, I don't know, especially when you have even like rookies like Anthony si- Anthony Simons who shout out had a great game, he did have a good game, really able to kind of show out on your team. I I I don't know if it's. What I was hoping for defensively. (laughs) defensively, We held him to almost 100 points. I gave you my two sentences on how I was feeling,
1: (laughs) and then I described why. (laughs) We held him almost under 100 points. Um, I'm feeling great. We're just trying to take wins off. We got the win. Kawhi did what he's done in the fourth quarter. You feel good? On to Monday.
0: I'm feeling feeling (laughs) good.
1: Coming up after this, we have a pactive bloodbath rankings talk. But first, Will, I just want to bet money on sports. Oh, buddy. How can I do
0: that? Well, let me tell you, the best way to do it is to go to mybookie.com and shout out my gambling heads out there. The NCAA is back in action, and it's time to turn your attention away from, you know, carving turkeys or whatever to the Spartans carving up defenses. Cassius Winston returns for his senior year, trying to prove that he has what it takes to bring a chip to Michigan State. Wow. So you can use your basketball knowledge, which you have in spades, to prove... What it takes at mybookie.ag, where they make it easy to play and even easier to get paid. So if you really want to support your team this season, let me tell you, there's only one way to do it. Don't just sit on the sidelines. Get in the game with mybookie.ag. And if you join right now, mybookie will double your first deposit, buddy. So use promo code LOCKEDONNBA. That's LOCKEDONNBA, all one word, to activate the offer. Double your cash. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get that. Can't wait to win. Okay, pac power rankings. Dude, pac
1: is still crazy. It is. Best division of basketball. I'm sticking by that. I do not have the numbers in front of me of the other divisions, but they don't have the team like the Suns. They don't. The Kings are going to make a resurgence, I feel like. They're not going to be this bad the whole year.
0: I hope not. not.
1: The Lakers have the easiest schedule in the world until December. Yep. And the Clippers just keep ticking off wins.
0: All right, so what do you want to go? Top to bottom, bottom to top? Let's
1: go top to bottom. Top to bottom, Clippers, number one. They've had the hardest schedule of anyone in the Pac-Div. We've had, I mean, close to the most games. (laughs) A lot of games. To have been played in the Pac-Div right now. Yeah.
0: And, yeah, I don't know. Who do you you have at one? Uh, At one, absolutely, Clippers. We've played more games than anyone in the Pacific Division. Um... Still holding strong at at six and three. Oh, yeah. Um, A sturdy
1: six and three. A legit six and three.
0: I would say a sturdy. I don't have, like, the strength of schedule numbers right in front of me, but I'm going to say it's the hardest schedule. So. Yeah. Who's
1: two? Two. I mean, this one kind of sucks, but it's the Lakers. Interesting. They're six and one. AD's averaging three. Like, I don't know.
0: It's, eh, you know. I was going to go Suns. I love I mean, dude, I'm not going to say anything. And, and this isn't just like like this isn't just a homerism thing. Like my thing is <laughs> I it just feels have, like a homer. <laughs> I just have doubts about the who the Lakers have played thus far. Fair. Um they've only they've only played 5 conference games. You know, the the Suns have played more. Uh, we've played more. They've only played one division game, which they've lost. And this is a Pacific Division power ranking. (laughs) So I'm sorry. They are not two. The Suns are two. That's so
1: funny. I mean, I'm putting Suns three. Uh, The Suns have had, they got wins over uh, us. They barely lost the Nuggets by one. They destroyed the Kings. Uh, They only lost the Jazz by one. Killed the Warriors. Beat the Grizzlies. Beat the Sixers. Like, they handed the Sixers their first loss. Their, their, their only loss. Their only loss. Which is incredible. Man, yeah, fuck it. I'll put the Suns at two. <laughs> like, uh, and this is where it gets interesting. Between the Warriors and Spurs, where are we at? Sorry, not Warriors and Spurs. Uh, Warriors and Kings.
0: Where are we at with that? Are for, they tied for bottom? For the, Is there no fourth spot? For the bottom. <sighs> Man, it's rough.
1: I think I have to right now in this moment at eleven forty eight p.m. on Thursday, yeah. uh, November seventh. I gotta put the uh, the Kings at the very bottom. I would agree. Warriors have even had, though you
0: open the segment saying that they're gonna bounce <laughs> out.
1: Yeah, because we're talking right now. Gotcha. Because uh, the Warriors, they have a bunch of injuries. Not that the Kings don't. You know, Bagley's hurt. Some knocks from Fox too, but. You know, the I mean, they're not doing a whole lot right. Not that the Warriors are exactly either, but I don't know, man. It would suck to be a Kings fan right now, and I don't mean that disrespectfully. It's just like they had so much hype, and I really thought they were going to be
0: competing with some of the top teams in the Pac-Div. Yeah. I thought that they would be in the playoff mix for sure, and it's not to say they can't turn everything around. But yeah, I I I'm saying they got to be at the bottom. Uh, I would put Golden State Warriors slightly ahead just because. I mean, the Warriors are they're two and five in the conference, while
1: the Kings are one and four. Or sorry, in the division. Okay, the division they're both winless in the division.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, the Warriors, the Warriors have lost more games <laughs> in the division, but the Kings have only played one. Yeah, it's it's tough. And I mean, I don't really,
1: I don't feel bad for Warriors fans on the slightest because they've enjoyed a fantastic run, which is great, but
0: it's tough to watch it kind of end like this. This is a rough end to My thing is so that great. it's not the end, though, and that's another reason that I'm putting them above dead last is, man, they can just be hopeful for that pick and then <laughs> adding that to three Hall of Famers. Well, then we have that thing now with the new lottery where if they finish
1: in the, say they miss the playoffs. If they finish in that, like, 10 to 13 range of the s- standings, they could jump to a top five pick. Yeah, easily. Definitely. With how wonky the lottery is right now.
0: Are Do division titles, are they ever going to mean anything? Uh, No, not unless they, like, unless it's, like, worth something more. Yeah, like, there'd, there'd have to be some sort of incentive. I think now with, like, the lack of big if three. If you win the division, no cap. Yeah. <laughs> That would be no salary cap. <laughs> that
1: would be dope. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great for teams like us. Um, I think maybe with the lack of big threes and kind of the transition towards big twos, I guess it maybe spreads talent out more in divisions, but I don't think it's ever going to matter to players that much, which kind of sucks because I do enjoy division play.
0: Big twos. Sounds inefficient to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, if you're a dog, it doesn't matter, bro. As long as those big twos are going in. There was a great moment in the game against the Blazers where like Kawhi was over five from three, and there was a play where it looked like he just, like, consciously made the decision to just take one step in the line and take a mid-range shot, and it was just perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, let us know what you guys think about the Pacific Division. Do you care about the Pacific Division as much as we do? Hope you do, because you're hearing rankings about it every Friday. <laughs> you you care. It's not an option. You care. You gotta care. Coming up after this, we have a possibly double love Mary kill So, if you missed it, the Clippers got fined by the NBA for sitting Kawhi. Mm-hmm. It was... Interesting. Andrew... Whose fault are you going to blame it on? The league. Okay. Andrew Greif had a great way to look at it. So the way that it was worded was that the team had reasonably determined that Leonard is suffering from an ongoing injury to the patella tendon in his left knee and has been placed by the team at this time on an injury protocol for back-to-back games. The NBA doctors agreed with that. Yep. But then Doc said in pregame about Kawhi's load management, this is where the Andy Greif quote comes in, that it's not a health thing really, it is in some ways. That's what he thinks the league is zeroing in on for this fine, and I agree with him. Yeah, I mean... It's that wordage, and it's so stupid to even fine him.
0: I, I think it's so stupid because it's... He's protecting Kawhi. Kawhi doesn't want anyone to know any more information about it. Absolutely, and and that's the thing. Like, what are you supposed to do with sensitive information like that? I saw a great You're tweet. Supposed to, like, he's supposed to be saying exactly so what's you know, going on. I saw a great and tweet that was like, no
1: regular human. Like HIPAA is a thing. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. And There's if they have stu- this
1: permission from the league, it's like I don't know. Like you
0: guys even already cleared it. There's also stuff too, like. I bet there's stuff that Doc doesn't know about health. You know what I mean? That, that's left up oh, wow. more to the training staff, and he's just like, you know, he's just informed when it's like, hey, maybe we should not, nah, we should, yeah. We take this player like, out. Whatever. like, whatever. They, they got to be capped at X amount of minutes. Yeah. Um, because you know, you know, Doc's not. He's not a medical guy. His nickname is Doc. Okay. <laughs> he he doesn't wear a. Step that's as far as it goes. <laughs> he's, not like, <laughs> he's not in there like running MRIs or anything. But I'd love to get an MRI from Doc. <laughs> I mean, it'd be fun. I think that. I hope you're not wearing a watch. <laughs> yeah, I think that if they're gonna level these kind of fines, like, oh, why don't you just address the media pre-hand and say, "Hey, don't ask any questions about Kawhi's load management."
1: Yeah, I blame the league, and I guess like, I don't. I don't even blame the media.
0: No, I, I don't blame bl- the league. I I blame the league. I I solely. I I only blame the league.
1: A pittance for the Clippers at fifty thousand dollars. Nothing. Nothing. I think it's 0002 percent of. Uh, Balmer's wealth just a friendly reminder that billionaires should not exist Um, no disrespect to Steve Balmer but come on man eat the rich Uh, eat the rich Um, so we're doing we got a couple love marry kill options we can do load management edition Mm -hmm. or we can do what Doc would spend $50,000 on which would you like to do
0: oh let's go let's go load management options All right, so we got three behind door number one. Behind door number, we
1: got three uh, members of the organization. I put down a certain amount of games, and then I put down why they would be missing these games.
0: Okay.
1: The first one is Doc takes five games off to learn how to make wine. Famously a wine enthusiast, ends up leaving the team entirely because he's found his passion. Choice two, Patrick Patterson, six games off to go to Japan and dunk on people for a prank TV show. FYI, he's up to two dunks this year. Ends up leaving the team entirely. because do all he's, of
0: these end with people just leaving the team?
1: Nope. Maybe they do. Ends up leaving the team entirely because he's found in passion. Steve Ballmer, 15 days off to do an undercover boss-style expose of the Clippers starting five. Ends up coming back after one day. <laughs> Wait, so in this undercover boss, he's... He's dr- slipping in to pretend <laughs> as if he's the new small forward, and he's trying to just see how things are going in terms of his organization. <laughs> That's a good time. I thought of that at work today and was very excited about it. I like it. So, which one of these are you loving marrying and killing?
0: Um, I'm loving Pat Patterson going into Japan and Dunkin' On Fools. I am too. Also, shout out Patrick Patterson. Hey, what a great, what a, yeah.
1: The dude is fantastic in the locker room. I've asked him two borderline dumbass questions that he has entertained, mm-hmm. and I've been psyched on that. Um, I like this one too. I also think he would 100% do this.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. This is a thing he's too. got a great sense of humor. He's, yeah. uh, he reminds me of great vet. We saw it at Media Day too. Yeah, just a, just a great vet all around. This is
1: also a show where like they're putting like a 10 foot hoop above people at like that big intersection, that famous intersection in Tokyo mm-hmm. that always has the time lapse of it. Yeah. And he's like on, he's like catching an oop and just like, pow, just destroying strangers. That'd be wild. It's a good time. Yeah. Um,
0: which one of these are you marrying? Um, I'm marrying Steve Ballmer doing the. Doing oh the yeah, remorse. that's the only
1: real option.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I picture
1: him like. <laughs> It'd be so funny. I, it, I picture him coming in as like a recruit, where he's wearing he's wearing like uh like Supreme head wrap. He's got AirPods in. I was gonna say he has. They've they've glued waves to his head
0: <laughs> yeah blonde waves so it's just <laughs> awful oh my god and he's like hey guys do you like hooping? oh i love this i i've i marry this a thousand times he's like yeah
1: i know i average uh uh t- t- 22 and 12 but also and everyone's g- like hey steve we know it's you and he's uh, like what
0: i'm adding the wrinkle that he's also kind of good but like not <laughs> in a true way that would translate he's to- got like goofy layups <laughs> Can't give me He's kind of like a professor style guy. That's <laughs> yeah, like Because you're like the
1: dumbest hesitations in the <laughs> He's world. Kind of the what dumbest
0: hesitations oh. <laughs> The like the lamest is kind of like <laughs> yeah. I'm
1: miming what the if you haven't watched the professor video, it's not like, Basketball. watch a recent
0: one, though. Like I You're think-
1: going to think it's not recent because he's wearing the same clothes that he wore in the mid-2000s. He wears, like, blue bandanas and stuff still. <laughs> and then you're killing the Doc takes five games off learning learn how to make wine.
0: Yeah, so learning to make wine, that's a lifetime commitment. That's not a five-game thing. That's why he's leaving the team entirely because he's found his passion. Mm-hmm. right Let, You know what? Let's
1: run through this 50K option ones real quick. All right, let's do it. So, Doc, $50,000 options. I was pretty psyched on these two. With $50,000, Doc could have purchased... Two $25,000 golden diamond-plated original Game Boys. What? Why? I don't know. Second option. One $50,000 diamond-encrusted Bluetooth headset. Okay, are they AirPods? No, it's a Bluetooth headset. There's one. It's a, It's a Bluetooth <laughs> headset. <laughs> Third option, a fifty
0: thousand dollar crocodile skin umbrella slash parasol, because he's in Los Angeles. Okay, well, I love the crocodile skin umbrella. Because the thing is, is you gotta stay out of the sun. And you gotta, and you out you gotta, out gotta stay out of the rain. You gotta get out of the sun. Um I am I'm marrying diamond
1: encrusted Bluetooth headset because okay. I think some days when he wouldn't want to talk to the media, say if he gets fined again, he's just gonna he, I'll patch you in on my Bluetooth. And he's going to take <laughs> questions from his Bluetooth. I'm, and we would sit in the press room while he was just a- answering questions over the speaker.
0: I'm, and it uh, looks great. Oh, it, you know, it. yeah. I, think I saw a
1: picture of this thing. It is
0: huge. <laughs>
1: it is so stupid.
0: I can't believe it's real. Uh, I'm going to toss something on the board. That I'm marrying. Does and it cost $50,000? It does. It's actually just Doc, though, putting $50,000 in a ceiling panel of an <laughs> like opponent. Like he's in Goodfellas? <laughs> yeah. Like he's like, flush it. And he's like, and no, he's he's leaving it there and he's like, we're coming back because we're coming back and getting the dub. He's doing it in an opponent's locker room. Uh, and then maybe. Wait, what's the point? the the point is is they took a they took a hard out there but doc is so confident that he's leaving 50,000. So this is like in a finals game. Yeah. Game 7
1: of the finals away, we win. He marches straight into the 76ers locker room, takes a 50k back and says, "I put this here day 1."
0: Yeah, exactly. Okay. But but as a wrinkle, maybe the stadium's closed. Maybe he has to blue streak it out. If you've never this, seen this, this took a bunch of turns. <laughs> you've never film, seen the film Blue Streak. Uh, Martin Lawrence hides a diamond uh, He's also in a abandoned building, which later becomes a police department. And then he has to fake join the police department <laughs> okay. to try and get the diamond. I was, I was on board in the beginning. I'm off now. I actually might, I think I might
1: actually marry the two golden diamond plate original Game Boys because he gets them for him for Hammond Austin. I'm killing that one. Hammond Austin. Playing OG Game Boy. It's also, what's funny, it's original Game Boy. So you can't even play. No, there's no two-player. Well, there's no, like, new games either. So he's playing, like, him and Austin are playing, like, Tetris and Mario. Mm, Kill. I think that'd be a good time for those guys. Will Father Son (laughs) time? Come on. (laughs) They had to work on that. Um, That about wraps it up, man. Good win. Yeah. Good win. Guys get a good break. We're going to have an episode for you on Monday. That's right. We're going to be previewing the game against the Raptors. Can't wait. We're going to have the Freshies. That's right. And just talking about whatever else happens between now and then in Clipperland. Thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you have a wonderful weekend. I have been Positive Chuck Mockler.
0: And I'm William the Opinion Update. Appreciate you.